Hello again, everybody. Thanks for joining and listening in to the series. Hashtag BKOT, build a kick-ass offshore team, uh, providing valuable insight into not just staffing, but every single aspect of managing your firm. And today, all the way from England, uh, we have an awesome guest, Richard Bruin. Richard, um, good afternoon. Uh, thanks for joining. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Hi, Chris. Thanks for inviting me. Um, yeah, I'm a, a chartered accountant here in the UK. Um, I've been in the profession for just over 40 years now. Um, so the first 30 years of that was very much at the sharp end in practice. Uh, and for the last 10 years plus, um, I've been mentoring and coaching accountants who run their own firms on just essentially how to have more fun. <laughs> Which leads to the topic we want to discuss, you know, why personality matters so much. Um, uh, and, 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 and this is uh, absolutely true. I mean, I, I, uh, I uh, how do you say this? I'm fun-loving, uh, high-spirited, um, easygoing. I always like to have fun, right? And and um, I'm not an accountant myself, but I've worked in uh, the, this industry now for four years. And yeah, yeah folks out there, um, it's hard to connect at times, right? I have to kind of reel in my personality. Uh, but there's there's many out there for sure who you could tell they really enjoy what they do. And so... Um, why do you think this matters so much, especially with accountants? I think it, it matters on lots of different levels. I mean, you're quite right. You know, I've met and worked with many, many, many really interesting, enjoyable, fun people within the profession. And, and yet we have this perception on the outside, um, this, this sort of Monty Python perception of, of, of accountants being dull and boring. Um, and and it's, it's always intrigued me why that is the case. But when you look back on, on sort of how we all develop our careers, then we're almost encouraged to hide our personalities, to, to sit inside a box that has got accountants stamped on the outside. I think it's part, it's part training. Yeah, we're trained to be cautious and cynical and um, to almost be the quiet guy in the room. Um, so it's part of the professional bodies and how they develop it. But I think also, we, we, you know, too many times we, we try and live down to the image. Yeah, there is this idea that, you know, if you're at a party, don't tell anybody that you're an accountant because they'll immediately walk off somewhere else. Um, and it's about time that we started, you know, shouting the positives from the rooftop. So, you know, it's something that we we have to address. I think it impacts commercially. It impacts psychologically. It, it's an important thing to put right. Yeah, I agree. And um, it's just kind of... Um... Uh, 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 and this is also in relation to the profession itself, right? Um, for example, the workforce that's that's coming, that's uh, the Gen Z, right? The uh, millennials, right? Workforce a couple decades ago, it was the mindset of the most billable hours, right? I got a hundred this week. Yeah, you're you know, rock on. And 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 he was uh, he or she was the all star of the week. Now. The mindset of, of candidates is what can your firm do for me? And I'm not looking forward to you know have a hundred billable hours. And so with with that type of personality, I think it's important for firms to kind of um, make themselves attractive as a whole and, and understand that it's not uh, that it's a team environment uh, and you need to really sell yourself. And I don't think accounts are are ready for that. What are your thoughts? I, I think it works um, at both the, the team level and the client level as well. I mean, the fact is that 
if you don't represent the true you, if you don't represent the true personality that you are, then you're not going to attract the right sort of people. You're not going to attract people who will relate to your yeah, your, your values, your your vision, your idea of a good day. Um, and, and, and certainly the same with clients as well. So it, it's, it's a huge challenge recruiting people these days. Um, I think, you know, we have to understand that um, certainly in, in the UK now, I think the average age um, for someone run, running a business in the UK, for instance, in the UK is down to sort of 42 now. Um, obviously, you know, in terms of people coming into the profession, you're looking at the 18 to 21 year old. So we have to offer something that is going to excite them. They're, they're no longer looking for a, a 40 year career. You know, in, in, in my day, you know, 1981, I started and, and you were looking for that sort of career path. Well, now they're looking to do, they're looking for, you know, to work for different reasons. They're looking to do different things that they, there isn't that same split between work and life. It's just all life these days, which is a good thing. And I think as firms, we need to uh, recognize that and we have to, we, we don't have to be artificial in it. We just have to be honest in who we are. And, and actually that will be good enough to attract the right people. Yeah. That, and leads me to my, uh, my, ne- my next thought. Um, you know, if um, uh, the profession is deemed that, like you said, you know, just uh, the counts are um, not necessarily dry, but very um, introverted. Right. And, and, and so um, in attracting the right clients, and differentiating this firm uh, from every other firm, it, does personality play? Where do you where do you think it plays into into this uh, with the initial meeting with a new client? Well, I think I mean you mentioned the word differentiation there, and, and it's the most powerful differentiator that we have. You know, the reality is that um, as an accounting firm, by our very nature, we're going to be offering pretty much the same services as everybody else. Um, and, 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 you know, when you scour through the websites and the social media and all the rest of it, there's nothing there that is particularly different. The one thing that is unique in every firm is the person who's at the top of it. And that's why I think it's such a powerful tool, but particularly in this digital age. You know, as we all use more and more of the same digital systems, we're all pushing the same buttons. Um, and so we're in danger of looking even more like each other. And it, it's the people in the firm and the personality of the firm that's going to differentiate it. So right from the word go, whether you're talking to a potential new employee or whether you're talking to a potential new client, you want them to get it. You want them to get what you're all about. Uh, and, and if you're then their sort of person, if you're their sort of firm, that's great. They'll, they'll, they'll sign up. And if you're not, that's equally great because they'll move on and, and, and go to a firm that's a better fit for them. You know, we've got to get over this hangover that we have to appeal to all people because it's just not the case. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Um, well, first off, years ago, and when, when I had a call and the, I said the word virtual or remote, fifty percent of them would just end. <laughs> didn't didn't even want to go further. They're just like, what? They're not coming to the office. I can't do this, right? And so now, the virtual remote, it's like, ah, okay, you know, we can do this. But um, when when uh, personality also associates uh, with the branding of a firm. Right. Um, I had a, a, a podcast with um, a fellow in the UK as well who spoke about this and brought in a lot of um, insight because starting off with the name. Right. Every time I look up an accounting firm, it's always just, you know, so and so LLC, so and so part so and so it's there's no like um, what do you call it? There's no there's no personality behind it. So how, how do you think firms can kind of. Um, yeah, rebrand and, and go through um, 
a change within their firm? Yeah, I think, I mean, when we, we sold our last firm back in 2008, before we started doing the mentoring, and that firm was called Progress. Um, and because that's what we were about, we weren't the best tax guys in town. We, we weren't the most efficient from that point of view, but what we were really good at was helping people to grow their businesses. And so to have a firm called progress and to have everything reflect that on our brand and, and, and our marketing, you know, when you walked in the room, when you walked, it called, went across the car park, it was, it just gave people that same sense of what we were about. And I think that's, that's the starting point for accountants today. You, I think you've got to look at your brand and go, does this reflect me? Um, does it reflect what I want me to be? Because yeah, we've got to start off with understanding why we do this, what we're about, what we're trying to achieve. We've, we've all experienced that thing where we've been blown away by a brand. We, you know, we've, we've looked at a, a major supplier or a bank or something like that, and they have this amazing brand. And then you go and you walk into the premises and the experience is just nothing like it. And I think that yeah, that quickly turns off any um, any any client. It quickly turns off any employee. So we've got to work out who we are, what we're about, what our strengths are, what we're trying to achieve, and then go right. Well, that's what my brand needs to reflect. You know, if I want to help businesses to grow, that's what my brand needs to say. You know, it, it doesn't need to just talk about accounts and tax returns. Yeah, I agree, and this is where folks like yourself become valuable, very important because uh, accounts, you know, just kind of fall into this whole business world and they don't necessarily, they may have a vision and, and an idea of the firm, but just don't know how to execute it. Right. And so, it, but then, you know, kind of letting go of that aspect and having someone come in and, 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 and take on that rebranding and, and personality change is very important. Do you find that, um, uh, where, where does somebody start that's trying to kind of, you know, uh, change within their firm? Is it, is it, um, does do they have to be on board? Are they, um, is it mindset? Um, do you see a lot of, you know, reluctancy, you know, how does um, a firm get started in, in doing that? I, it certainly starts with mindset. Um, you know, I get called into a lot of firms, you know, can you sort our team out? Can you sort our managers out? Can you sort our systems out? And, and my answer is invariably, yes, we can. But I'm going to have to start with you because, you know, if, if it's not right at the top, if there isn't that clarity of vision and if there isn't that drive and direction coming from the top, then, then nothing else is going to work particularly well. So we, it's a matter of fixing that first. And that goes right back to this vision and the brand. And, it, you know, you can do it on your own. I think it helps to have conversations with those around you. Um, I, I went to see a firm, um, only a small firm up in the northeast of England a few years ago now. Um, decent firm, typical accountants, um, uh, but they, were, they weren't getting out of it what they wanted to. And, and in the conversation that I was having with this guy, it came out that he was a sci-fi geek. He loved his Star Trek. He, he'd got loads and loads of Star Trek memorabilia back home. He'd got, he'd got original James T. Kirk stuff and things like that. And I said... That's great, but where is it? Where where is the evidence of that in the office? And he went, well, that's not what people want to see in the office. I said, but it's you. It's what you're yeah. about. So okay, some clients will walk in and go, well, this is a bit weird, but others will go walk in and go, this is great. Tell us more about that. Now that firm today, when you walk into their office to go into their meeting room, you have to walk through the TARDIS. They've built Doctor Who's TARDIS on the, and of course this firm is known as the guys with the TARDIS, and it, it just 
it just stamps the personality of, of it yeah. just says look this is what we're all about and if you like it that's great and if you don't like it that's equally fine because clients want full transparency and yeah. and, and I, I couldn't agree more you know if, it, if you just have you know you walk in the office it's just white walls and then you know just some paintings of colors and all your degrees it's kind of like okay right probably technical probably knowledgeable but what else um, and then, yeah, that's going to appeal to some clients, but I think for the most part, it won't appeal to the majority. People want to feel comfortable. And then when you kind of expose that um, uh, vulnerability, uh, folks are more inclined to kind of work with you once they realize too, right, you, you are technical, you know what you're doing, and you have the right service offerings. Um, so how do, um, how do you see this with um, uh, regarding the team? And, when you're working with the owner and the mindset's in place, they're ready to do this. Uh, do you find that the team is very reflective of, of the owner's mindset or do you feel like it's mixed or do you feel like they're the polar opposite? It, it could be any of those three. I think most commonly it's mixed because you know, they've, they've recruited that team um, based purely up pretty much on their on their CVs and and, and what experience that they've got and, and and the team have gone have gone to that firm because it's it's a good salary or it's convenient for them or it's or it's got a, a good reputation whatever it may be but it, there's there's no real conversation there about values and so once you open up that conversation it can be a little bit random what what you're going to experience you would expect if the team have been there for a while that it sort of naturally filters itself through. Um, what it does do once you have the conversation is create far better engagement amongst the team because they start to, you know, instead of just seeing this person as the boss or the accountant or wherever it may be, they start to see much more of what they're about as a person and, and why they do what they do, what their drivers are. Um, and that can make a huge difference to the team because, you know, it, it all starts to make a bit more sense then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. And, and when, and when, um, uh, I'm working with a client and they're looking at us for offshore staff. The the um, the virtual remote, right? Before, man, that was that was a, I spent half my call just kind of conceptualizing that. Now, you know, it's about how to integrate it, right? And that's kind of the biggest hurdle is the integration with the offshore team and the onshore team because I feel that if you're not fully transparent with your team and all of a sudden you're hiring other places, it'll cause unrest, uneasiness, and then people, folks won't feel loyal. But I feel that if you um, invite them and bring them in all together and work as one team with the idea of it reducing everyone's workload, this works out perfect. So that's why I was asking about, you know, kind of where you see um, uh, the team at, at the starting point, because I think it's very, very important that everybody's on the same page. Um, Absolutely. I mean, I, I I totally agree with what you say there. We, you know, I, I'm a big advocate of, of of offshoring in the UK here. Um, it's it's a great resource. It's a, it's it's how you resource your growth. But you have to you have to integrate the two teams. You have to treat them as one. You 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 know, the moment you start treating them as two different teams, then you're going to have problems at, you know, in both camps. We yeah you know, we have firms here who will celebrate birthdays across the team and they'll celebrate you know holidays across the team and they will involve everybody in quizzes and all the rest of it because their view is it's you know let's just pretend they're in the next room it, that's how it's no different and they are the firms who where it works far more effectively because you know again it's back to whoever you work with when, when we're talking team or clients you've got to be on the same page you've got to understand what the plan is you've got to have that same 
that consistency of values and beliefs and all the rest of it, it it's irrelevant these days because of technology whether you're based in in, in Birmingham or, or the US or India or wherever it, it's it's about well yeah we're all one team we're all servicing one client so let's just do it consistently together yeah yeah and I'm starting to see that um for example when I had a call say three through over three years ago and there was a firm um there let's say two partners even 10 partners or 15 partners in any of those instances on the call there was just one partner every single time one of two one of 10 one of 15. now it's different they're bringing in the others and i'm like oh every call that has multiple partners they're all there and they're all getting on board and so there's been a huge shift just in the last year or two right, in that aspect and so i'm starting to see that trend to where it's it's all about uh, all of us working together how can we how can we make this work how can we um uh, uh integrate this for the firm's vision the future the mission the goals here and so i think the accounting industry is is uh finally heading in the right direction but it's just um you know when when you got pushed into this environment and and a lot of firms have embraced this have you seen more positive um uh, uh more of a positive you know, acceptance into what you're doing with clients are you still noticing it's kind of the still the same kickbacks as before i think there's still um there's, there's certainly more positivity there there's there's more openness coming into the profession um I, yeah i'm really confident over the next two to three years that we'll be in a very different place as a, as a profession as, as we embrace this you know inevitably with all the change that is going on with digitalization, what have you? Yeah, you know, there there is a generation of accountants who are um, who, who are who are not going to go through that, you know, either by choice or because they simply don't get it. But you know, more I am seeing more and more accountants and more and more firms who are recognizing um, who are either changing or recognizing that they need to change. And I think that's certainly from our point of view, that's the big market for us. It's those accountants who who recognize they need to change but but simply don't know where to start because they just see a challenge in every corner um yeah. and and with any sort of mentoring that's where you you, you have value in in those conversations but yeah i think i i'm i'm very excited about where we will be in two three years time i think that you know for, for 500 years in all honesty we, we've just done accounts and tax because that's all that we had time to do and that's all the client yeah. had money to do but with digitalization now it's completely opened that up but what we've got to do is get used to having conversations with our clients and a different sort of conversation and you know to if you're going to um, change your clients thinking you're going to have to come in positive and you're going to have to come in clear and you're going to have to be energized and uh, and focused because you know the, the client's a busy person and they've got other yeah. stuff on their agenda so you've got to um you've got to create that energy in the client and i think that's so many accountants can do that it's just it's been locked away and uh, and you know a big part of this is you know it's okay people you can go out there and you can you know you you can figuratively speaking pin the client against the wall and say let's do this you know it's that's the approach <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely um yeah, you know, uh, total change is constant. I mean, it's just a, it's not a matter of if; it's a matter of when change will happen. And perfect example are in the profession itself. I work with many clients. So I'm like, how did we get connected for today? And they're like, well, for 30 years, I've never had problems with staff, and now 
I do. And so I'm taking this call and I'm noticing that the firms that have been doing this, uh, um, running a solid firm for 20, 30, 40 years, all of a sudden they're coming on. I'm like, what? I'm used to having, you know, startups, five, 10 year old firms, but now 30, 40. And I'm like, all right. And they just seem there. You could tell it's an open mind, but they just seem a little angry <laughs> that they have to do this because it's like, well, they don't get it. And then just having a conversation with them and, and giving them insight, then it makes them realize, all right. And like I said, you, I believe change is constant. It's just a matter of when. Yeah, it, I mean, it's human nature to resist change, isn't it, really? And, and we have to be aware of that both within ourselves and everybody else when we're asking them to change their approach. But it, it's not a reason not to change. Yeah, unfortunately, I think in the profession, as I guess in a lot of professions, you know, people will change when they've when they've got to. You know, what we're yeah. trying to do here is, is get them ahead of the game and say, well, let's not wait that long, because actually with the rate of change in the profession, you're probably going to wait too long because, as you say, change is constant. You, you can't just sit around and say, OK, well, let, you know, what did I do yesterday? Can I do that better for tomorrow? It's, it's more a matter of, well, forget what we did yesterday because it's a new ball game again today. So what are we going to do? To, you know, how are we going to play it today? It, it's, yep. it needs that energy to come into it. Absolutely. Totally agree. Um, uh, before we wrap up, I really, again, appreciate your time coming in. But any, any please share some final thoughts or what should listeners uh, do next? I think the, the starting point that I usually recommend is, is to sit down and, and have a think about why you do what you do. Um, and I don't mean, you know, to pay the mortgage and or you know, to pay to, to get the accounts out, what have you. But go back to that point when you originally said, OK, I want to run my own firm or I want to set up as a partner, what have you. Why is that? It, it, it's 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 usually not to do with making money. It's a lot more to do with what you want to achieve for your family or to make a name for yourself or, or you know, to do something for your community, it, you know, sit down in a quiet spot and, and work out why it is you really do what you do. Because I think once you've got that clear in your mind, then you can start to rebuild. But until you've got that, it's still going to be, yeah, it's just another Monday morning. You know, I, it, it's great to have accountants in situations where they're not stressing on a Sunday night about it being Monday tomorrow. And, and that's what I want to see people achieve. Um, and if they can get that clarity in their own mind, it, they will surprise themselves what they can achieve. But start off by just going, yeah, what, why am I doing it? Because then you start to get a better idea of what matters and what doesn't. Yeah. Um... I couldn't agree more. The perfect example of myself, right? I mentioned I'm not an accountant. I've done sales and marketing through varied industries from architecture to um, a, a business security to fitness, uh, now accounting. But what I love, what I love doing is um, when a client in this in this industry, when a client calls me a year back, says, Chris, everything you said a year ago has transformed my firm. I couldn't be more thankful. That is to me the absolute best feeling in the world and why I do my job. And so I agree that you got to find out why you're why you are operating this firm, not just for tax return compliance mortgage, but what do you want the end result to be? Yeah. I couldn't agree more. All right. So Richard, again, thank you so much. Um, really appreciate this insight today. For our listeners out there, we'll be back soon with another episode. Um, for now, take care, be safe. All right. Thank you, Chris. Goodbye. Perfect. Cool. No, oh, I was really awesome. enjoyed that. Thank you. Yeah. I just like keep it like a conversation. Um, 
Uh, and, and yeah, I couldn't agree more. There's some of these calls where I had one yesterday. The guy was like sitting like this on the Zoom. And he's like, yeah, I've been doing this 30 years and I'm just uh, I'm t- taking this call. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> you don't seem happy. And he's like, well, what can you do? And then at the end of the call, he was like, I really appreciate your time. I want to thank you for you. And then I was like, all right, I connected with him. And in the beginning, I, he just looked like if we were sitting across from each other, he'd hit me or something. It was just like relax, relax. But at least he had an open mind because he's always been reluctant. And I, I agree. It's always about the mindset. Yeah. If, they, if, they've, if they've got a closed mindset, in all honesty, there's nothing you can do. Um, yeah. but, but if they're just prepared to, to, to listen openly for five minutes, yeah. I, I must, yeah, what I find is, yeah, even with a, with a, um, a completely new client accountant who I've not met before, it's not uncommon within 10 minutes for them to completely open up because once they real yeah, once they realize there's nothing fearful about this conversation, it's just like Bleh, because they don't get the chance to talk to people. And and it and it's great because yeah, just yeah. by doing that, I think you make them feel better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so much of what we do is asking the right questions and then listening to what people say, isn't it? But unfortunately, accountants are pretty crap at both those. So yeah. that's what we work on. <laughs> I, I always I, I can't watch myself talk. So I put the um, the Zoom, whatever, the box here. And so I'll, I'll make a joke or try to keep things light and I'll look and the client's like, I'm like, all right, <laughs> no, let's get right into it. Then. <laughs> like, I know just to stop. Right. So, um, no, it's fun. You got to love what you do. So, yeah. yeah. All right, man. Well, again, this was awesome. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, no, thank you. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's good to meet you. All righty. Take care. Cheers, Chris. Bye.